Hi, I'm Kay Shipper with the latest from Radio Stone Update. More than 40 U.S. and European-based machinery and supplies vendors unveiled the Stone Equipment and Supply Alliance, the SESA, at the end of last month with a stated goal of, quote, communicating a unified voice regarding industry events and trade shows, end quote. Representatives of the two main hard surface shows in the United States, the International Surface Event, or TICE, and Coverings, said they'll be meeting with the group soon. The SESA initial board of directors, headed by Mike Schlow of Park Industries as president, also announced that it has hired John Langtu of Big Fish Consulting to facilitate communications. According to Langtu, some of the companies now in SESA have discussed forming a group for several years. However, disruption of the normal cycle of trade shows due to COVID-19 led the group to take action. After having its regular show in January last year, TICE 2021 is currently scheduled for mid-June in Las Vegas. Coverings, which didn't hold a show in 2020, moved its 2021 show from April to early July in Orlando. Langtu says the tipping point was the scheduling of the Coverings show right after the TICE show and on dates requiring move-in over the Independence Day holiday weekend. Other issues raised by SESA members include location and coordination of stone-related vendors at the shows and associated costs involved in the movement of equipment and materials to booth spaces. A call was scheduled last week between SESA and Informal Markets, the owner-producer of TICE. Taffy Event Strategies, the producer of coverings, has also indicated it will be meeting with SESA. Vendors traditionally play a large role in trade events. A previous stone machinery trade group, the North American Stone Machine Association, formed in late 2003 and endorsed a rival stone industry event. The International Tile and Stone Show, or ITSS, flourished in the mid-2000s but fell victim to the Great Recession later in the decade. The Spanish-based hard services provider Cosentino last week unveiled a new look for its Silestone brand of quartz products. Eduardo Cosentino, CEO of Cosentino North America, says the new look is designed to give context to how the company works with the rapidly evolving consumer landscape. He explains that it's not enough for a company to offer a beautiful product because today homeowners prioritize brands with values that respond to them on a deeper level. The rebranding will allow the company to shift from being product-centric to one that celebrates people, experiences, and everyday life. That includes a particular emphasis on sustainability, as Eduardo Cosentino notes that the company desires to set a precedent for the industry by revolutionizing how Silestone is formulated and manufactured with its high-brick technology. Hybrick uses a new hybrid formulation of mineral raw materials that boasts equal or better performance than quartz, synthetic minerals, and materials of recycled origin. The new product process also uses 99% recycled water and 100% renewable energy and will also have a carbon-neutral offering later this year. As part of the rebranding, Silestone also introduces a new logo, which is described as bringing a new, vibrant color palette, more symmetry, and a softer, more friendly font face that leans into the brand's more emotional identity. Still to come with the rebranding will be the identification of global alliances and partnerships. 
Silestone has already joined forces with companies such as Kohler Company, Patagonia, and Camper. This is Emerson Schwarzkopf. It's still a booming market for hard surface imports in the United States, with more than $391.1 million of natural stone, quartz surfaces, and porcelain arriving at ports of entry in March. That's up 17.2% from February and 27.3% from March 2020, and the best monthly total for hard surface imports since August of 2018. Quartz slab stoked much of the March import growth, with the $143.3 million sent to the United States, showing a 46.1% gain from the previous year. Granite also showed some strength, with his $65.2 million bettering March 2020 by 30%. And remember, those numbers from last year reflect what was still a pre-pandemic market. There's still no sign of a shipping slowdown through this year's first quarter, but there's a real potential for change. And you'll be able to find out more later this month with an exclusive article in the next edition of Stone Update magazine. And don't forget that the latest hard surface report, with all the important numbers from March, will be available later this week. How far would you go to help fight cancer? Ernie Avino is willing to go more than 13 miles dribbling a basketball. Avino is the executive vice president at Marmol Export USA in Miami. He's also the father of a son, EJ, who was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic lymphoma in 2014. EJ is doing great, according to his father, who will be part of the Bounce Back from Cancer fundraiser this week. The virtual marathon dribble is a partnership with the Miami Heat Pro Basketball Team and the Baptist Health South Florida Healthcare Organization in Coral Gables, Florida. Avino will do the 13.3-mile solo during the week of May 10th. To restrict large gatherings, participants will track themselves via smartphone or fitness tracker and upload the data. The event is the second Dribble Walk fundraiser in the Miami area to secure funds for the Miami Cancer Institute. Avino also participated in the inaugural event two years ago. Anyone can help sponsor Avino by visiting his event page at https colon slash slash fundraisers.hakuapp.com slash Ernesto dash Avino dash one. Donations of any size are welcome. Lesore, Minnesota-based Cambria Company, LLC, scored a victory last month when Raphael Stone Collection, Incorporated agreed it will no longer offer the design it calls Calicata Blois, and which Cambria alleged to be an unauthorized copy of its highly popular Britannica quartz surface design. The matter ended up in federal district court in Camden, New Jersey, in early 2020, after Cambria filed suit against Lodi, New Jersey-based Raphael and Quartzmaster LLC for producing a product with its Britannica design without authorization. Cambria cited its patent on the design, which was granted by the U.S. Patent Office in February 2017. The suit was dismissed after Cambria got Raphael Stone to withdraw the lookalike product. U.S. District Court Judge Rene Marie Blum noted that Cambria and Raphael Stone settled all claims and disputes and dismissed the lawsuit with prejudice. Terms of the settlement weren't made public, but Rebecca Schult, Cambria Executive Vice President and General Counsel, said, quote, We're pleased to have resolved this dispute regarding the copying of our Britannica design. 
Cambria will continue to defend its intellectual property rights and invest in innovative designs and technology, end quote. In other news from around the industry... The Natural Stone Institute announces the addition of two new members to its board of directors, Blake Christensen and Amit Gupta. Christensen is the owner and CEO of Valley View Granite in Tremonton, Utah, which he founded in 2003. Gupta is the chairman and CEO of Tab, Amson & Ash in Jaipur, India, which he founded with his brother to manufacture natural stone products and has grown into a global operation. They replaced Bruce Napfus and Josh Zhang, who had completed their terms. Florum Sensi of Casa Dolce Casa Collection of Ceramic Slabs received a Green Good Design Award for 2021 from the Chicago Athenaeum Museum of Architecture and Design. The Green Good honors the environmentally friendly version of the historic International Good Design Awards and celebrates sustainable design. Designed by Matteo Thun and partners for Florum, Sensi is the only ceramic product in the green product graphic design category and received recognition for the ability to combine design and beauty with a close focus on sustainability, environmental protection, and saving energy. Latacrete launches a new program, Project Safety, to help lower construction worker injuries and job-related ailments. The new company-wide initiative aims to provide access to safety education and alternative installation techniques in the construction industry, where workers daily handle tasks ranging from carrying heavy loads to performing repetitive tasks to safely navigating often chaotic job sites. In Phase 1, Project Safety is focused toward educating construction workers in all trades, at all levels of projects, and general contractors about the risks associated with respirable crystalline silica and volatile organic compounds, as well as best practices for back, knee, hand, and eye safety in the workplace. Phases 2 and 3 will add content to Leda Crete University covering health and safety best practices. For the latest in industry news, you can also visit our online newsletter, Slab and Sheet, which is available on alternate Wednesdays. For notes on this episode and a full transcript, go to our new website at www.radiostoneupdate.com. I'm Kay Shipper for Radio Stone Update, and we'll see you here again soon. <laughs>